You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Oz Network as we bring you another interview with a cast member of a show that we've been covering uh, here on the Oz Network. Obviously, the three sort of main ones that we've gone back into the archives to cover for you Third Watch, Nip Tuck, and Lost. Today, we're concentrating on Nip Tuck again. We spoke with John Hensley recently, uh, one of the main stars of Nip Tuck. Today, we're also speaking with another of the main stars. Of Nip Tuck, the esteemed Roma Mafia. Now, um, Roma, of course, played uh, Liz Cruz across all six seasons of Nip Tuck, was uh, credited on the main cast from seasons two onwards uh, and was obviously sort of guest starring on season one. But uh, when you think of, of Nip Tuck, you, you always think of her as part of the, the sort of the main five that were on this show. So um, great, great chat here with Roma about uh, her time on the show. And I will... Just kind of reiterate here, as I did with the John Hensley interview, that if you are watching along with us, that there will be some spoilers for some of the later seasons. So if you're only sort of um, up to around the third or fourth season, uh, please note that there are some pretty significant spoilers around uh, Liz's storyline for seasons five and six. So uh, you may want to kind of skip through. Again, we, we similar to the John Hensley one, we sort of go in order in terms of how uh, the storylines worked. So uh, when you sort of get us talking about season three, kind of you might want to skip forward a little bit uh, in regards to uh, our discussion there. But yeah, great chat here with Roma in regards to her time on the show and not just sort of on the show, but sort of outside as well. What she's up to at the moment, who she keeps in touch with, kind of how she got the role. Fantastic chat here for some great behind the scenes stuff when it comes to uh, working on a show such as Nip Tuck. So sit back, relax. Here is my interview with Roma Mafia from Nip Tuck. It is a massive pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network today. Uh, we've obviously been covering Nip Tuck from the very beginning and going back through every single episode of this show. And one of the main stars of this show across the six seasons run of Nip Tuck was, of course, uh, Liz. We all love Liz. She was an amazing character and uh, definitely one that I, I think all the fans loved as well. And uh, playing Liz, of course was an amazing actress who uh, has had an outstanding career across uh, across many shows, many movies, and is definitely one of these people that everybody knows, everybody loves, and we are honoured to have them on the show today to be able to talk to them. Please welcome to the Oz Network, Roma Mafia. Roma, please, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's an honour to have you here oh, today. It is so my pleasure, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. You. It's um, it's it's crazy. I kind of... um. I mentioned to you just off air then that we just recently spoke with John Hensley. And, um, I mean, I kind of go into these interviews, you know, uh, just professionally trying to think about, you know, what I want to talk about, what I want our listeners to hear about and everything along those lines. And don't, I just want to remove myself from my own personal inner fandom. But it's, it's always kind of a weird moment for myself to kind of put myself back into my younger days when I started watching Nip Tuck and how much I loved this show and was obsessed with it when it was on. And to kind of just picture back and go, wow, right now I'm speaking to Liz. So there's kind of like an inner fandom that kind of, it, it emerges from me at a moment. I'm like, okay, no, calm down, Ben. It's all good. Here we are. It's, it's, it's Roma. She's cool. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> That's very sweet. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think though that this show, cause I mean, it's, I mean, we were just obviously mentioned this off air too. It's such a such a hit when it was on, uh, you know, during its its initial run. I mean, you know, Golden Globe winning show, uh, you know, highest rated show yeah. on 
on basic cable for a, for a long portion yeah. of time there and everything along those lines. I mean, is this something that you could ever imagine that when you sign on to do that you're going to have this amount of success? Because you'd obviously been involved in lots of TV shows and movies along the years, but, I mean, I guess, um, you know, to kind of be a main cast member of a show for the period of time that this was and the success, I mean, this is obviously something you can never imagine when you first get that script. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, when I got the script, it's sort of like it was so unlike a script I'd ever gotten that it was more like, wow, this could be really good, or what is this? <laughs> so, and you're you're right. I don't think anyone can um, foretell whether or not a show is going to be a hit because I thought a show or a movie was going to be a hit, and it was far from that. So it's interesting, um, the response from an audience and what makes it popular or not. Mm. And it's it's kind of, I can imagine, intriguing as, you know, an actor because, I mean, what what was, I guess, when you first got this script and kind of the, the, the sort of, I guess, reputation of of TV around this time? Because, I mean, we, we obviously talked a, li- a little bit about kind of at the beginning of this show that... You know, a lot of people say today we're in the golden age of television, of course. I mean, it's just it's just outstanding, the products that have been put out there. And I guess kind of in this period around the early to mid-2000s, we were started to get a sort of shift towards that. I mean, you'd obviously been involved in, in TV plenty of times before. I mean, you kind of obviously had a bit of a regular run on, on Profiler and you'd had some other shows along the way as well. But, I mean, had, had you kind of not really focused a lot on TV and, and sort of more movies or was it kind of a case of you were just look for work where you could get it at the time? Well, that's interesting. Being from New York, I originally concentrated on theater. So, and what brought brought me to California was a movie. Um, And then television, no, I didn't actually focus on television. It was sort of something that did happen because I think there's more opportunity. So that opportunity came my way more often in TV. Mm-hmm. And and was the, I mean, how was that reputation around TV? I mean, as I said, kind of like compared to what it is today, where I guess it's a, it's a lot different in oh, today's landscape. Then it, yeah, yeah. Then when you, an actor who did a movie was going to do television, it was demeaning. You were taking a low, you know, you were lowering your status by um, doing a television show because then it seems like the, they never met the TV um, actors and the television actors, I mean, the movie actors were of different species. And so movie actors look down upon television actors. And so that has changed because you can see all the huge stars that are on television right now. But, um, yeah, it was a different culture for TV and actors then. Mm. Very different. It's, it's, it's a fascinating to kind of think that and just kind of this, yeah, this shift now that is seemingly... It, 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 whoever's anyone has to be kind of on their own TV show now, isn't it? It's kind of, it's it's almost, you're either in a superhero franchise or you're on a TV show more so than kind of a movie sometimes. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously with, with the script kind of, as you mentioned, like you get it, it's kind of like a, it's going to be maybe a massive hit or maybe just a massive bomb. I, I mean... How how do how does this come about when when you get this script? Is this something that sort of your your agent kind of you know just just puts in front of you? Is this something that you've heard about? I mean, tell us about kind of how this script no. even comes to you in the first place. I well, I have an agent, and 
they, the agency, sent me um, the pilot, and I read it, and I auditioned for R Ryan Murphy, the creator. And so, and then there were a couple of auditions because um, that's how it goes when you're a series regular on a television show. There are a couple of times they want to see you. And it was funny because I remember going to the first audition. No, actually, I think it was the second audition for the show. And um, that's so funny. Julian McMahon was there. And what was funny was he and I had done Profiler together. So it was so odd to see him because then you just think, oh, you're never going to get a show that you've already worked with someone. And then, no, that was not true. I did get a show. We both got a show with someone we had worked with before. Mm -hmm. That's, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy yeah. to think that because, I mean, it's kind of always like these, I mean, as, as a fan of kind of many shows, it's great when I see sort of actors and actresses who kind of, you know, will get to a point where it's like, hey, I remember you too. Like, if, if all of a sudden I saw you and Julian on some random show today, I would just lose my fandom shit. I would just be like, holy crap, you know, Liz and Christian are reunited <laughs> on, on a show or something like that. But, right. yeah, it's just, it's right. just crazy kind of when that, that happens. Did you have sort of a good relationship with, with Julian, I guess? Kind of, was he someone that sort of, you know, once working on a show like that and kind of going into this, you, you kind of like just reunited school friends or did you kind of had a, a sort of relationship outside of, out of work at the time? I'd say we're, uh, we have a good professional relationship. That's always That's good. how I would describe it. <laughs> That's, it's obviously always a good yeah. thing. But I mean, I mean, just that, the pilot itself. I mean, I, I watched uh, a roundtable you guys did recently uh, on YouTube. I, mean, I think it was done in 2007 or 2008, just after the fourth oh, season, right. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of, it was a great insight. Like, you know, Ryan obviously talked a lot about sort of things to do with the pilot and kind of just, it was just, it was interesting hearing uh, all of you guys talking about how, you know, you were sort of mentioning the the pilot kind of jumped the shark from the get-go and just, like, the craziness that yeah. was, you know, involved in the pilot. I mean, you know, you're being covered in, like, right. fat from, like, a, you know, a liposuction surgery. Oh, it was so and... gross. It was so gross. <laughs> it was so gross because it was so cold. Wow. Oh, my God, that stuff was freezing cold. I guess they had to keep it cold in order for it to remain gelatinous. It was so cold, and there were so many takes. I think, actually, Ryan, had, since he directed it, I think he had us do extra takes. Wow. Just so we'd get swamped, yeah, drenched. Wow. That's, yeah, that's that was crazy. some wild pilot. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, it's fascinating to kind of just think everything that happened in that, and then... You know, it, uh, Nip Tuck being Nip Tuck, it kind of always toes that line where it's like, you know, what they, what are they going to do next? And, I mean, that's it's such a thing right. of Ryan Murphy. And this is kind of what we spoke to John Hensley a little bit about too, is that, you know, he's, he's got obviously this huge reputation now, being incredibly successful through all of his shows and, and his movies. But, I mean, obviously at the time, I mean, he'd kind of only, in terms of TV side of things, he'd only really done popular. So this was only his second show. Right. I mean, what right. what was kind of it right. like working with with Ryan? I guess and kind of you know auditioning to him because I mean I'm I'm a huge fan of Ryan Murphy as a lot of our listeners are. So I mean, like I can imagine from these early days, I guess of him before he's obviously turned into what he has today. It must have been kind of a, a unique way to to work with him in that period of time. Yes, um, he's just fantastic. He's just, I mean, as we can see, his imagination doesn't stop. <laughs> and what I love most about Nip Tuck was that he, Ryan used to be a journalist, and so 
he every episode, every situation that happened on that show had happened in real life. He didn't, nothing there was made up just out of his imagination. He took it off of the Associated Press. And I loved that about the show. And I thought that that was so smart that Ryan did that because it does say reality is stranger, you know, than fiction. Mm -hmm. So that was really, he's just so smart in so many ways. But I did love that all those episodes were based in reality. No matter how wild the situation was or seemed, it was no wilder than truth. Yeah, which is crazy to kind of think with exactly with a lot of the storylines. Yes. I, mean, I mean, I think kind of what we're exactly what we're discovering a lot kind of going through the episodes is that you know, the show is so enjoyable in itself, such a character show that I mean, you sometimes do forget that it's a medical show. Um so like when it right, obviously you know, it comes to a lot of, you know, the surgical uh scenes and everything along those lines. I mean, as playing an anesthesiologist, which I'm very proud that I kind of got that out in one go. Um, how, how much, I mean, yes. how, what's, how well. was the, the technical advisor side of things? I mean, did you kind of in preparation or when kind of Liz got taken on a little bit more as sort of a series regular and sort of main cast in the second season, was this something that changed in terms of you, I guess, uh, talking a lot with anesthesiologists? I mean, I know you'd obviously worked on lots of shows, uh, in the past in terms of, you know, you've been on ER and obviously went on to being things like Grey's Anatomy. So I can imagine certain roles, you do obviously talk a little bit more to people involved in that in real life to get involved in the character and kind of medical jargon and things like that. But given you're a regular on this show, how, how much did you work with real life anesthesiologists and the technical advisors? Well, to- we, I did. I, I went to an, uh, operation and, uh, talked with the anesthesiologist and also we had Linda Klein who is a nurse an RN nurse (laughs) yes did you speak with her not yet no we'd love to she's she's amazing we love nurse Linda (laughs) oh my god yes so she was I had worked with her on Chicago Hope so she's made a one-woman business of being the RN the technical uh support so she was fantastic I mean she made Whatever reality looked real as far as the medical procedures, she really worked hard to make us look good. Wow. I mean, I, I remember um, we, yeah. we talked about in an episode recently about how we were slightly disappointed that we didn't kind of get more of a Nurse Linda storyline. I mean, we obviously know that she's, you know, as you oh. said, a, a nurse and not really necessarily an actor. But, I mean, you can't tell. If, you don't, if you've watched Nip Tuck and you don't know that Nurse Linda is not really exactly an actor, right. she's so good. And so we wanted a full storyline on her. <laughs> I know. I, I did too. Oh, that would have been sweet. <laughs> well, they should give her one now on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is, I mean, she, does she, she obviously yeah. still sort of makes sort of these appearances on these shows, doesn't she? Uh, sort of outside of being the, the technical advisor. I mean, she, I, I know kind of, uh, I mean, looking at her credit, she's, as you said, Grey's Anatomy, she's done a lot, kind of as she's, she's got this business, as you just yeah. mentioned. So, um, fans out there who kind of, uh, you know, like seeing her on Nip Tuck, keep watching her out there. Uh, well, I remember seeing an interview once with uh, with Julian, and he kind of mentioned that he, he got squeamish like, during the, the surgery scenes. He could never watch them back. I mean, th- these were also very graphic, realistic um, surgery scenes as well. W- w- were you kind of that way too? I mean, obviously, you know, you'd worked on lots of medical shows in the past, but, I mean, w- when it came down to it, are you a squeamish person, Romeo? You know, kind of, how did that work out? I wasn't actually squeamish. The only time 
I was a little surprised by the medical procedure was at the pilot, at the screening. And what I hadn't taken into account was how close the camera was going to be toward whatever organ or whatever was on the um, the table. So that was a little jarring because it was so close up. But after that initial one, no, I, I wasn't squeamish about it because I could, you know, no. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I only I never get squeamish no. during the face ones. Like I'm fine with everyone else, but when they're doing something close with the face or something like that, it's just yeah. Yeah. I'm like and and the the one uh-huh. the the worst one to me, which it's not even graphic or anything, it's just the it, it kind of puts me off ever wanting to get surgery was the uh the Raya Reynolds episode where she could feel everything during the surgery and that she was sort of like awake oh, but paralyzed. Um I, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, that would be like that is a total nightmare if one before one's gonna go into surgery to think that that could happen. Yeah. 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 That's terrible. We we did that episode yeah. recently and um a friend of mine said he was getting knee surgery. And I kind of told him about that episode. Oh. I think I kind of freaked him out a little bit. I probably shouldn't oh. have told him that. <laughs> Maybe not. No. Maybe after the surgery. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, did you feel that in the middle of the... Oh, no. Okay. That's good. All right. I saw this episode recently yeah. of a TV show. Um, exactly. But it's yeah. it's the thing that kind of like... Um, obviously, around Liz too, which made her such a, a great character, obviously, you know, you know, an out and proud lesbian as well. And I, I guess kind of... Going to what I was saying about this, you know, period of, of television, I mean, we, we've kind of noticed when we're watching this, how this show holds up uh, all this time later was that, I mean, at the time, a lot of these stories, a lot of these things kind of weren't necessarily um, out there as much as I guess they are today. I mean, kind of, you know, in season one, uh, when, when Liz uh, sort of is helping out uh, Sophia Lopez and kind of, you know, uh, all this stuff around uh, the transsexual yes. community. I mean, Ryan Murphy was very, I think, ahead of his time yes. when it came to this sort of stuff. So, I mean, as an actor, that that yes, must make it I agree. must make it uh, you know very you know great to be able to sort of be involved in these storylines. What was, I guess, the reaction from sort of the, the, the gay and the transsexual community around Liz, particularly in that first season around the whole Sophia Lopez storyline? Um, I think Liz was liked. What I did like about what Ryan did for Liz was in the pilot, um, Liz says something in regards to being a lesbian and Ryan took it out because, and I love that he did because he wanted her to be seen first as a woman, as a doctor and her sexuality. You didn't need to know until she decided to somehow reveal it. So I love that, that he, you know, took that label away so people didn't have a judgment as to who this person was. I think she was liked in the gay um, community. I hope she was. Um, I think that Ryan was careful to not create a stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope. Yeah, I hope she was like. It's 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 kind of it's. Int- I think she must have been. It's. I mean, it's that's kind of always been my thing when it comes to watching a TV show. Is that I I really do appreciate any form of character uh, when like it's not like as you're saying like you want to see her as a, as a as a character as a woman as a doctor and that the fact that she is gay. I mean, it obviously becomes a, an important part of her character and and the plot for a lot of part, but it's not kind of done to a point where this defines her, if that makes sense. And I kind of, I mean, that's what... It, it, 
it totally makes sense. Yeah. I totally agree with you. It's, yeah, it's what is her humanness before, you know, anything else. And I love that uh, Ryan did that for her. Mm. I mean, there's definitely something I, I definitely want to talk to you about, about her character when it came to that uh, at one point. But, I mean, just kind of... I mean, season one, obviously, you know, as we said, you, you, you're kind of getting some fat spread over you. You're involved with Sophia Lopez. You get shot at the end. Uh, I mean, it was really the, the only season where, you, obviously, you weren't kind of credited as main cast. Did you, did you kind of, I guess, going into season two when you when you credited finally sort of on the main cast moving forward? I mean, how how were you with at that point with the character? Because, I mean, it, it kind of it seemed that she she would be very sporadic in her storylines, Liz. And, um, you know, I mean, she kind of had some great stuff in season two around, you know, pregnancy and kind of... Uh, with Christian right. sort of offering the sperm, I mean, sort of storylines around that. Uh, I mean, right. kind of, we're just noticing that she's really, as much as these storylines are great when we got them, I mean, kind of in these early days, she necessarily hasn't got as much to work with as I, as I remembered. Oh, that's interesting. That's funny because I was just going to say, I, I um, remember her as always being there in, in the first season which you're right, she wasn't, um, and she grew, Ryan grew her uh, character. Um, yeah, so it's funny, she had a large influence on me and on the show, so I kind of see her as always having been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's kind of like, I mean, obviously, like, the best, you know, a lot of the great stuff, you know, particularly in the early days, is just the the one line of battles often with uh, with Christian, uh, which were, were just amazing. Yeah. I mean, those scenes must be so much fun filming with, with Julian because, I mean, you know, Julian just seems like just one of those guys that you just want to be around all the time and just hanging just seems like an absolute ball of fun. So I can't, I can't imagine that those scenes back and forth giving quips with each other wasn't exactly a fun time. How many how many takes they often go through? Because I've seen the bloopers of this show, uh, Roma. I, I know kind of how things would go sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know... I don't, it depended on the director, but there was never a lot of takes. The only thing that would take up a large amount of takes were probably the medical things. But as far as dialogue and us in our human lives, um, not being doctors, that was not not many takes. Because there was a lot of material to cover in a day. And um, those surgeries take up a lot of time in a day to shoot so yeah not a lot of takes i'd say four maybe if that many i'm sure sometimes it was two um or maybe some more but not on a regular basis Mm, mm, interesting i mean we're we're kind of at the the point of the show at least at recording this that we're, we're sort of we're moving into the fourth season but um we we sort of in the third season the the one you know it was kind of I, I like the the storyline where you know Liz kind of got involved with Julia's spa and it kind of you know for, for when we had it it was kind of oh, yeah. good and it kind of you know went away the whole sort of storyline around the uh, the the semen in the face oh. cream and Joan Rivers and oh yeah you know the the fun times yeah. but the one scene that like I mean yeah. in terms of the storyline it was kind of random with the Carver that all of a sudden he's Liz she's accused of being the Carver and then oh. it's kind of gone but that scene we 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 were talking very highly of that scene Roma about how amazing you were in that scene uh, obviously with um with with Rona Mitra, I mean that scene was intense. I mean, what was your uh, in general the season three plot oh, line about we, the Carver? How how was that for you? And how was kind of it coming to that scene when you found out? Oh, I'm potentially maybe the Carver. <laughs> um, you know, it was so 
in a in a way it was so startling because I for sure didn't know who it was. And the way the show went, because we didn't get scripts ahead, I could have potentially been the carver. Wow. Not knowing, all of a sudden I'd get a script and it would say, oh, Liz is the carver. So it was very interesting not knowing who the carver was. Wow. Now, I think the carver knew who the carver was, but I had no idea. Yeah, I from what I've sort of read and seen that I'm pretty sure that yeah, like because I'm I'm from what I know I think Bruno Campos was always being filmed as a carver or something like that, so I kind of think it was right. sort of known. But um, yeah, that was just such such an intense scene. Like uh, that was just so we just were talking you up so highly in the in the sort of the interrogation scene, Aww. which is it's, it's fascinating because like I mean we notice season three kind of does at many points turn into almost like cop detective show. Um, yes. but it's, yes. it's kind of, yeah. I mean, how it's when you get that scene, like, as you're saying, you're not knowing and kind of, you say, oh, I'm being interrogated here. Like how, I mean, I'm not an actor, clearly uh, I'm hosting a podcast, but how do you get into the zone to be in a scene where you are being accused of murder, rape and everything else and being able to just get to a point where you're so angry at this cop who's interrogating you? I mean, it just... I, I just, I commend you. I think that must be a, an interesting sort of process to get in, in that zone before somebody yells action. You know, I get, yes, and I thank you for that. Um, I guess it's the, that's the part of acting that we love. I mean, I think that's why we act, that we get to have um, to investigate those emotions and then just call on them when we need to. So... I think that's what makes actors want to act. It's the juicy parts like that that you just go, oh, my goodness, yes, I want to do that role. Mm. Yeah. Which, which... And it's where we get to do something so juicy. So it's always like when you see it and you get it, you go, oh, my God, here it is. Yeah, which was yeah. the thing that I really sort of enjoyed about that roundtable you guys did is that, I mean, a lot of you, all of you sort of talking about it, pretty much all agreed that every season it was almost like playing a new character just with how these characters would change season yes. to season. And, I mean, what I, I'm, true. I'm a huge fan of season four. And what I also love about season four is the fact that Liz gets some great stuff to do. I mean, she's finally sort of dating, even though that kind of turns into her getting a kidney stolen at one point. Um, yeah, you end up, well, yeah. you end up being with Alanis Morissette because why not? And uh, then, oh, it was fantastic! <laughs> she was fantastic. I was going to ask that, like, I how is it her. working? With, I mean, like, I can imagine that you know, as a, as an actor, you're working with many people over the years. But when it comes to say, like, Alanis Morissette, hi, by the way, Roma, you're going to be, uh, you know, involved, and this I is who's playing the role, Alanis Morissette. Like, holy shit, this is amazing! <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. And all I could do, because I loved her even before, and then all I did when I found out she was going to be my lady love <laughs> was I played all of her tapes really loudly in my car. <laughs> so it was just fantastic. And she was great. Fantastic. Did and a wonderful actress. Yeah, she was. She really was. Like, that was um, kind of... Um, yeah. I don't think I'd seen her in anything really kind of acting that way. But, I mean, is that a case right. where, like... If you're playing her songs in a, in your car and then you kind of you get to set, do you just kind of have him as oh can can you just maybe give us a bit of ironic like can you sing a little bit for us or you know you're just trying to be so professional not real her. fangirl. <laughs> I I think I did ask her for something, but then I held back. No, yeah, I I knew better. 
Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you you even got to, uh, you know, nearly shoot someone in season four when you when you did that with uh, Escobar. I mean, you must have had fun that season. You must have, yes. like, gotten those scripts and gone, yes, Liz, I mean, you got you got a kissing, you know, more than one kissing scene, I think, in season four. So, I mean, like, you know, Liz is getting some meaty stuff across right. that season. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so true. Ryan was very good to Liz. Yeah, and it got, yeah. I mean, it got, I guess, even uh, meatier for Liz, because I guess kind of a lot of people probably remember sort of eventually season five when, you know, the show shifts to LA and kind of across the course of that season. Yeah. But by the end of the season, out of, you know, all expectations, I guess, and uh, I guess you shouldn't really say that with a show like Nip Tuck because anything can really happen. Um, I mentioned you and True. you and Christian obviously kind of have this love-hate relationship with each other. You're always quipping against each other and everything, but... Uh, you end up sleeping together and basically getting married. Uh, so <laughs> how, yeah, I know. How was that storyline when you Ryan see it? Thinking? Yeah, how, how did you think, what was your I, viewpoint on that storyline? Um, you know, I learned early on with Ryan to never second guess what he wants to do. Because he is so smart and so creative that even if I don't understand it, I know somehow it'll work out in some way. So, of course, I was like, really, Julian? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it worked out. It was mostly fun. And, um, yeah, it was good. It was, it was just, good. I just remember as a fan watching it, because I remember that scene when you two are, like, in bed with each other, and he kind of, like, gets on top of you in his sleep or something like yes. that. and. I think when I first, I, know. When, and I, I don't know if that was the point of the scene when I first watched it, but I was kind of thinking like, is, is he raping Liz? Like, I'm like, like what, what's going on here? Like, this is intense. Oh, that's such an interesting. No, yeah. Um, no, I think part of it was that she was willing. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it was, I mean, but, it was fascinating kind of how it played out and obviously alongside kind of his, I guess, cancer diagnosis and then the marriage and then obviously, right. you know, the big, the the right. end of season five plot twist that, no, we got the medical results wrong, you're not dying, oh, shit, I'm married to Liz. I know. Um, which, I know, isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, nice. one thing, like, at least in season six, though, kind of talking about how great storylines and that, I, one thing I will say is I absolutely love Vengeful Liz when you were just absolutely, you know, so... Uh, furious, obviously, at, at uh, Julian and Christian's, you know, the character of Christian with Liz. And it's just, it was just, oh, yeah. that must have been, again, kind of the development of this character, as you were saying, about how Ryan kind of, you know, developed Liz. I mean, kind of to have at least this point where you get to just unleash the beast when it comes to, you know, your acting yes, chops. Exactly. That must have been fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was. To yell at those two, it was fantastic. <laughs> I could have done that for 10 years. <laughs> Cut. Oh, can we do that again? I don't think I got that right. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keep screaming at them. Exactly. Were, were you satisfied yeah. with how Liz uh, ended on the show in terms of kind of her, uh, I guess, eventually getting pregnant uh, with Sean? I mean, this time around, not sleeping with Sean, uh, but <laughs> obviously when it comes to the uh, yeah. being artificially inseminated, were you satisfied, I guess, with the, how it all closed off for Liz? You know, I like that Ryan didn't do a perfect knot and bow on every on on Liz mm -hmm. and that life is complicated and people make 
you know, sometimes very extreme choices. And I think that what Liz did at the end is I could see it. She was lonely. And I think that she wanted to have a child and mother. And I love that he did that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was. I love that he did that. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of like a, a nice way to kind of because I mean I guess kind of you know that was always a, a thing with Liz, wasn't it? Like um, that she always wanted to have a child, and that was that obviously family. yeah. And as yes. we kind of mentioned that in season two, how you know that was a storyline, and then kind of obviously she didn't sort of go through with it. So um, yeah, I mean it was right. it was kind of um, you know a nice way of kind of of having that. And I mean, did you have I guess over the six seasons, did you have a a particularly like a, a favorite storyline that you got to sort of be involved with, Liz. And on the flip side, of that did you just have one storyline or episode where you're just like, "This is no, I don't like this. How they're doing this for Liz." <laughs> no, actually, there wasn't any that I felt. You know, it's so funny. The one that really stays with me for some reason is the. I think her name was Mary Boone, where. She, the woman was attached to the couch. Yep, yep, yes. That one. For some reason, that one, not even the operations, but that one always stayed with me, just that thought of someone actually becoming attached to the couch um, was mind-boggling. It still boggles my mind. Yeah. That was a true story, and I'm sure that it's more than one true story. But that that, that occurred... Oh, that was more shocking to me than any gore or anything that that could happen. Yeah, it's but that did happen. That's that's always the case, I think. Kind of as you mentioned at the very beginning about how you know these were all based on fact, and it's kind of. Um, right. we've found ourselves, I think, kind of, you'll come into an episode and you'll always have that thing like, oh, come on, like, they say this is fact, this isn't fact, right. and you'll Google it and you'll find it. Right. Um, and you'll be like, holy yes. shit, like, this is this is crazy. Exactly. Which, um, I mean, that exactly. just, just adds such an element to this show. And, and, I mean, what we kind of spoke a little bit about this to, to John when we spoke to him about it, but, like, I mean, the peak of this show, when it's sort of, you know, winning the Golden Globe at the end of season two, and, you know, as I was saying, like, you know, highest rated show on basic cable and everything along those lines. I mean, how did that have any effect on your life at any point, Roma, in terms of just the success? I mean, you know, I guess kind of actors handle things like this differently, and I'm not necessarily saying that you, I guess, went out and, you know, just coated yourself in bling and, you know, got all the paparazzi to follow <laughs> you around and, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you did. I mean, cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, um, I, I don't, I think it was just not in any material way, but just in the way that it was so amazing to stand on that stage at the Golden Globes and look out and see such, you know, from Jack Nicholson to Meryl Streep to that, it was just so wonderful, um, that I think that that was what was um, just remarkable about winning that award, plus winning the award. You know, um, it was the event was I think fantastic. Yeah, yeah, uh, the I whole imagine. lead up and the event, the night, all of it was fantastic, just wonderful, and it caused a really incredible feeling on the set. Which the one thing that we've you know. we've mentioned so many times though is it it always baffles us that 
like it's great that it it won the Golden Globe, and I you know that year I believe Jolie and, and Julian both were nominated for for acting awards. But it it always right. it always baffles me that there wasn't more success. Like there wasn't more um, nominations for you guys when it came to sort of the, the, the big awards. And it, because I mean, we just, in, in doing these episodes, the amount of times we're finding ourselves saying like, wow, the acting here is just incredible. Like how good's Dylan? How good's Julian? How good's Roma? How good's, you know, John? How good's Jolie? Like we're just, we're saying how good you guys are. Is it, I mean, I know you guys don't go into the industry and act t- to win awards, but I mean, surely there's got to be some no, sort of inkling. Well, you know, I think you're correct, and I appreciate you saying that. You know, Netflix, not Netflix, um, the channel... FX? uh, Was new. Yeah, FX was new. It was sort of a new invention. And I don't know just how much television was being... I don't know. I don't think it was... They were looking at it in that way then. It's not like it is now. Now it's like mostly the shows on cable are like, those are the shows. I think then it was, mm, what is this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which It, it wasn't as welcomed. It wasn't as considered which, as it is now. Which I guess in its, in its own way, the fact that it then won the Golden Globe, I mean, again, just ahead of its time, um, because... Yeah, it's it's kind of it's fascinating to think that obviously I mean you didn't go on to, to win any more. I mean, kind of just looking even here, like what Nip Tuck sandwich between. I mean, before that, you know, twenty four won the Golden Globe, and then the year after lost. So obviously, it's still kind of you know sandwich in between these big right. network when network shows at the time. So yeah, no, that's that's a very exactly. good point. Exactly. We I don't yeah I don't think we got nominated except for maybe hair and or makeup and costumes. We got nominated for anything again. Yeah, which is just, it just baffles which me, but it makes I, it sense kind of when you do that because, yeah, I mean, it's just, and this is kind of the thing too that we, we always sort of mention as well. It's kind of how, as all great and kind of everything that we're sort of watching, this is how, you know, none of the main cast has gone on necessarily to, to front another show. I mean, I know Dylan's kind of, you know, been on a few shows kind of as, as the right. main star before. Uh, and obviously, you know, it's not like you guys right. aren't acting anymore. But, I mean, f- for yourself, I mean, right. d- did kind of once the show ended, was was did you sort of change your perspective on how you were going into to roles? I mean, kind of what happened for you post-Niptark uh, based on the role of playing Liz for six seasons? I, um... I... Nothing, really. I mean, <laughs> it was... I mean, people were very complimentary, but going for work and auditioning, maybe it was a little less with the auditioning, but it was pretty much the same. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it was pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. And, I mean, for yourself sort of now, I mean, it's hard to believe even just saying this, that it's been seven years since Nip Tuck ended. I know. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just absolutely crazy. I mean, before I sort of actually asked the one I was going to ask, I've got to say that the question I t- said to John in, in regards to the day of reboots, the day of all these sort of things coming back. I mean, if you, if you get the phone call from Ryan in, in, you know, a minute saying, Hey, Roman, what are you up to? Um, you know, is this something that you would, would you would jump back on to if you had the opportunity or do you kind of want to leave it rested and sort of not touch on how it all ended out? You know, I one, I don't think Ryan would ever do that. I don't think Ryan looks back. Um, and I don't. It would have to be really. I mean, would I work? Want to work again with Ryan? Of course, yes. 
So if he called, I guess the answer would be yes, because I would know that it was something smart or fun that he was creating, fun enough and good enough that he wanted to do it himself. So just on that level, I would say yes. But I, yeah, so I would say yes to Ryan S. Yeah, it's, I no mean, one else. No one else, <laughs> just Ryan. <laughs> is, I mean, is yeah. it, has that opportunity ever come up? Because one thing Ryan does is he, he often gets a lot of his actors that he's using in these shows and kind of, you know, puts them across on all his other projects. He's sort of renowned, I guess, for working with actors across many of his shows. Have you ever had that opportunity to kind of be on any of his other other shows at any point? I haven't. I have not yet been on any other show. Hmm. And is- so... I am looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, he's got a few more coming out. I mean, obviously, you know, he's still going, um, you know, I, I could see you on American Horror Story. You know, I think you could kind of, you know, do some sort of warped character on, I mean, that that would be a fun role to have. I mean, God, who knows who you're going to play on American Horror Story. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that I will work with him again. I And I think maybe he wanted to take a little distance between Nip Tuck, and I think it's because... Maybe, maybe because I was such a large character on that show, he didn't want it to be identified on another show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I mean, it's kind of out of, I guess, the main five. Um, off the top of my head, none of none of you have ever been on any. I mean, at least kind of in a in a prominent role. I mean, Julian, Dylan, no, Jolly, right. John, yourself, no. I can't think of either of any of you being on any other Ryan shows. So, um, right, and I think that's partly it. Mm. Yeah. Do you stay in touch mm-hmm. with many of the cast still, or is it sort of something with the crew more so than the cast? I mean, do you bump into with, each other at events well, or anything? With Linda, mm-hmm. Linda, I see Lou costumes, beautiful Lou, um, with her. Ryan, I email back and forth every once in a while. Um, Linda Klein and Jolie. Great. Fantastic. Who I love. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. always love hearing it when you guys sort of, you know, still at least talk in some capacity after all these. That's the fandom inside yes. of you there, Roma. Um, it's still sort no, of. No, it's true, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. though, I mean, outside of Nip Tuck, as I said, so many roles. I mean, kind of, how, how is it, how's it all going now, I guess, kind of, uh, you know, have you got any sort of projects coming up, anything sort of that you're looking out for? I mean, kind of, what what's going on for, for well, Roma Mafia at the moment? I am looking. I'm looking out for Ryan's latest project, which is 911. Mm-hmm. So, um, looking out for that. I've just moved from California to New York, back to New York from where I'm from. So, I'm settling in here and I'm getting, re- I'm preparing myself to do more theater. Fantastic. Which is what I started out doing before I went to California. Fantastic. And so, what, how's that? That excites How's that yeah. kind of like, um, obviously, you start there, you kind of go to California do sort of TV movie roles and then kind of coming back into that. I mean, what's that, I guess, reputation sort of side of things like? I mean, is that something that nowadays it's different? Have you found that kind of that scene that people will say, you know, no, look at your resume, look what you've done and kind of coming back into theatre? Does it does it help? Does it hinder? I mean, how does that work? I think it does. Uh, well, I think and I'm hoping, but I do think that it helps. It can only help. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, it'll well, help. next time, next time yeah. I'm in New York, I'm going to have to look out for you. I think uh, I've, I've only been to one Broadway oh, show, do. but um, yeah, no, definitely, I would, I would. Which- 
pay good oh, money. Yeah. I saw Phantom of the Opera. I was kind of very generic, but uh, I enjoyed it. So yes, um, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why they're popular, yeah. I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Rome. This is this has honestly been such a, a pleasure to be able to have you today and and to, to chat about this because Thank I mean, you so much. It's, it's been a show as I said that I've I've loved since to get going. We're thoroughly enjoying recapping this on uh, on the Oz Network, going over episode by episode because we I mean we couldn't find any other podcasts or any shows that have kind of gone back to, to do nip tuck. So it's kind of, it's been, um, right. it's been a lot of fun and obviously hearing all these stories and that it's, it's been great. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today and, uh, by all means, best You're of luck. So we'll welcome. keep an eye out for you pleasure. and everything. Thank you so much. And a massive pleasure to, uh, Roma to chat with us today. We obviously very much appreciate her giving, uh, giving her time to us to, to speak with us. And also to uh, to her agent and anyone else involved in organising that interview, we very much appreciate uh, arranging that for us. It was definitely an honour to be able to speak uh, with Roma on the show today. And we, we look to have more uh, coming to you as well soon, um, hopefully from Nip Tuck, but also, of course, from Third Watch. Lost as well. Uh, stay tuned. Um, when we have them, we'll post them. And, uh, yeah, if you have anyone specific that you would like us to try and track down, by all means, send us requests and uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, we'll definitely uh, push uh, push it out there and see what we can get. And if you're enjoying our Nip Tuck coverage, of course, uh, you can download our Nip Tuck episodes. Tuesday Australian time is when we release those. Um, that, of course, uh, generally is about Monday evening when it comes to uh, US and Canadian time. So, uh, yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. It's the easiest way to get these episodes directly to your devices, your computer, however you listen to us, of course. Um, and, yeah, the best way to go about it is doing that. And please leave us some feedback. We'd appreciate to hear, hear your thoughts. And you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We are in line, theoznetwork.net. Uh, That's our website. And, of course, our social media pages, as I mentioned, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or on Instagram, YouTube. And uh, that's how you can get in contact with us and stay up to date and email us as well. The Oz Network at hotmail.com. That simple. All right. Got all the plugs and the tags out of the way. Thanks again to Roma. And we appreciate you listening to the show today. My name is Ben. This has been the Oz Network. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.